G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Without hope, let's face it, life is pretty hopeless. People with hope in their hearts confront the challenges of today with a spirit of anticipation about tomorrow. And those people are a mighty blessing. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again as we take another look at this whole idea of blessing from a different perspective. If you've been able to join me on the program any time over these last few weeks, you'll know that we've been having an interesting time. We're smack bang in the middle of a series that I've called, Are You a Blessing or a Burden? And that's not a bad question for each one of us to be asking ourselves. We get one crack at this life, and most of us, really all of us, we want to leave a good mark, a positive mark on planet Earth and in the lives of the people who are dear to us. The problem is, though, sometimes the way we're living our lives, well, we obliterate any chance we might have of leaving that positive mark. And so we've been looking at the different things that we can do to be more of a blessing than a burden. What do people look like? What, what do they say and do and think, those people who are real blessing in our lives, as opposed to the ones who weigh us down and drain the life out of us? We've seen, for instance, that someone who compensates for our errors rather than criticising us, that person is a real blessing. Someone who speaks well of us behind our backs. Someone who doesn't rise up quickly to argue with people. Someone who encourages people rather than pulling them down. Someone who's prepared to go out of their way to serve other people. All those things are attributes of people who are more of a blessing than a burden, more of an asset than a liability, more of a problem solver than part of the problem. And that's not my line. I picked it up in a tweet. It belongs to a great guy called Dr. Teo Adeyemi in the UK. Sorry, I'm not sure if I pronounced his surname correctly. And, and that line of being an asset or a liability, a blessing or a burden, a problem solver or part of the problem, really sparked my interest about the things that you and I can do to be a blessing. If each one of us in our own family, community, our country, was a little bit more of a blessing to others than we are today, just imagine what a different world we'd be living in. It completely boggles the mind. So that's what this series is about. And today we're chatting about something we all need, both for our own lives and in order to be a blessing to others. And that thing is hope. I had a quick look in my dictionary and it defines hope as being a feeling or an expectation for a particular thing to happen. And, and I guess by definition, that thing that we're hoping is going to happen is a good thing. I mean, none of us sits there and hopes for bad things. We're always hoping for a good thing, that this will get better, that that will get better. We hope that it won't rain tomorrow because it's washing day. If we run into someone who is hopeful about tomorrow, by and large, that person is a great person to be around. Their hope is infectious, and there are a lot worse things that you can catch from someone else than their hope, an expectation of good for tomorrow. So over these last few weeks, we've been discovering how we can be more of a blessing through this great book in the Old Testament of the Bible, the book of Proverbs, which far from being some stuffy, old, irrelevant theology text, is God's vibrant, living, practical wisdom that is so intensely relevant to our lives here and now. Have a listen to this one. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 12. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. 
See, one of the scary things I've noticed about myself is that if I lose hope in a particular situation, if I give up on believing that something good is going to happen, then what I do is that I start behaving as though it's not going to happen. And by behaving as though it's not going to happen, you know what? It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. I go about thinking and saying and doing things that will stop the good thing that I'm hoping for from happening. I don't do the things that I have to do to get that good thing to happen. Just listen to the proverb again very carefully. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 12. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. The one thing that makes your heart sick is deferring hope. Another way of saying is giving up hope. Of course, not everything we hope for in life is going to happen. I remember once my daughter, who's a very gifted and skilled beauty therapist, was hoping for a particular job. She submitted her application and her resume. She so wanted this job. They didn't even call her back for an interview. And yet a little while later, she landed a much better job. Things don't always work out the way we want them to work out. But when we give up hope, Our heart gets sick. And let me tell you, a a person gripped by hopelessness, which is the opposite of hope, is a very sad and sick and sorry person indeed. And that person is simply not going to be able to be a blessing to other people. On the other hand, the one whose heart is filled with hope, someone who lives their lives, who thinks and says and does the things that demonstrate the hope that's within them, that person is much more like a tree of life. It's as though they give strength and hope and encouragement to the rest of us. It's as though we can go and pick the fruit off their branches and eat that fruit and taste their hope. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 18. Surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. Instead of imagining all the things that can go wrong and imagining that they'll all happen together at the same time, we can choose to hope in good. We can choose to hope in the future. We can believe that good is just around the corner, that blessing is coming, that a solution to our problem is coming, that things will be okay. Of course, that's easy for me to say in a nice, clean, dry, controlled radio studio. It's much harder to live out and to do when we're confronted with some devastating news. There are so many times in my life when the things that I'd hoped for didn't eventuate. Sometimes things went from bad to worse. But you know what? I still refuse to give up hope. Because when I defer my hope, when I set it aside, I know God's word is true. I know my heart becomes sick. I'm no good to myself. I'm no good to anyone else. Given the choice between hoping and not, I will go with being filled with hope each And every time. It's the only way to live life. It's the only way to be a blessing to those around us. And it's the only way to make it through the dark days. Days we all have in our lives. A person filled with hope is an incredible blessing to those around them. But of course, any talk of hope without talking about who or what we put our hope in is futile. If there's no God, then life is just a series of coincidences and a whole bunch of hard work. And coincidence is nothing to hope in. For me, I don't know how it is for you, but for me, hope only makes sense when it's coupled with another thing called faith. The two go hand in hand. A psalmist once wrote, Psalm 39, verse 7, And now, O Lord, for what do I wait? For my hope is in you. And that sums it up for me. My hope isn't in chance. My hope isn't in coincidence. My hope isn't in my own skills and abilities and other people. My hope is in God. That's why I pray, because when I do, my trust in God grows. As the Apostle Paul wrote more than a thousand years after Solomon wrote all those Proverbs, Romans chapter 13, verse 12, Paul writes, Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constant in prayer. Isn't that awesome? I'm able to rejoice in hope because my hope is in God. 
And mark this, the word that Paul uses for hope, the original Greek word, doesn't mean a chancy kind of hope. It literally means a certain hope. And that certain hope is what keeps my heart patient in tribulations. And I know for a fact that it's only through constant prayer, time quietly, daily at the feet of God, that I'm able to lay hold of that rejoicing, that hope, and that patience. And the truly awesome thing about all that is this. God is worthy of our trust. God is worthy of us hoping in him. He is faithful, whatever he brings, to look after us and to hold us close. Great is your faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Lamentations chapter 3. It was written by a man looking over the devastation of Jerusalem when, when God's judgment had fallen on Jerusalem and still in the ashes he was able to talk about the faithfulness of God. My prayer for you, my friend, is that you will put your faith, your complete trust in the God who loves you and cares more for you than words can say, the God who sent Jesus, his son, to die and rise again for you. That God is worthy of your trust and your hope. sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with Jesus. So before we go, I'd like to tell you about a free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to Him. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free, delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. Completely up to you. It's God's word fresh for you each day. To receive your free e-devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the fresh e-devotional sign-up waiting right there for you. And as a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my ebook, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to that website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through His Word. That web address, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.